0: Welcome back to TVI. Carl here.
1: Julian here.
0: Um, this is one of two episodes that are out this week. Um, it's sort of a special episode in that it's not uh, a comedy guest. You know, every I think every guest we've ever had has been a stand-up comedian, haven't they?
1: Exactly. So, Tony's always been a comedy character.
0: Yes, we've got somebody you know, who in is a, a, in a funny good way. man. But He's a is,
1: character from... The manor where I grew up. Yeah, East Greenwich Sides.
0: He's a uh, an old friend of Julian's from the old days, but he's gone on to some notoriety. He's from the
1: ends, mate. He's got a book
0: out uh, this Christmas. Um and basically his name's Tony Sales, and he's a very interesting, funny guy who found himself mixed up in a life of crime. Um, fraud. On the big, he was he was at one point this is one of the biggest fraudsters in the country. So and he's now put it all behind him. And he, uh, he actually works on the other side of things. It's a fucking rosa, No, he's not. He's a, he, uh, no, he, he has, a, he has a, 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 a... He's now an advisor on fraud to, to, like, companies and the police and everything. So he stays abreast of how things are working. It's well interesting this. We have a right laugh. But what I think is really good about this episode... I, it's the only episode I think ever we've done that people can actually take away some... Genuine any life help tips. from at all <laughs> i'd argue with the least helpful podcast out there you will not come away with any positive life advice <laughs> if anything you'll have, you'll come away with more things to sort of you know to watch out to for. hate
1: in the world yeah
0: <laughs> but this one at the end we actually go through with tony a list of uh, tips from him about how you can protect yourself against fraud and uh it's really fun it's really really interesting
1: i've I've took zero advice though i've um (laughs) i I, when he was telling me i was so like doing that all my my passwords are still one (laughs) two (laughs) three four and password
0: (laughs) julian password one (laughs) two three four
1: my pin number's still one (laughs) two three four
0: anyway that's yeah it's basically you'll just it's you'll enjoy this episode because it's not just fun but you can actually learn stuff from it which as we learn as well so kick back thanks to all our patrons for supporting us sign up for patreon.com forward slash we are tvi we are tvi for the videos uh, videos of all the podcasts you get probably six to eight extra uh sh- like mini episodes a month um we actually now we're sorting out some merch we're in the process of getting that sorted there'll be a christmas special i think we're going to do two christmas specials one here one for there uh as well like an extra one but you know it's good stuff coming up but but in the meantime don't worry about that you're in for a treat listen to us chat to tony sales so, in the welcome back to cvi podcast carl donnelly here julian dean um and we're joined by um it's one of the rarest things we do it's not as a not a, a non-comedy guest um, we've got, and it's not just, we've not gone out, no, it's not a comedy It is comedy, con- though. We, but we've got, yeah, we've not thought, let's get a comedy actor or somebody who's involved in the world of comedy. We've gone quite far off pace. <laughs> <laughs> for somebody once dubbed the biggest con man in the UK, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony Sales. Hello. How you doing, mate? So you, it turns out you basically, you and Julian are uh, acquaintances.
1: First, not... first time I, first time I met you, actually, Tony, I was, a, I was eight, right? and I was walking back from primary school Oh no. and you were smoking. Yeah. And I said to you, smoking's bad for you. You went, no, it's good for you. And I, I thought, I walked off thinking, is it? But I didn't. <laughs> I was like, is it good Confidence for you? Confidence you need to say things <laughs> with. But you, you was trying to sell me. Were you both,
0: pr- were you both the same age? No, no yeah, I'm a couple of years me, yeah. older than you. I'm 46, so, Julian. Now, nah, so, so, uh, so what? So I'm
2: what? So what? I'm Yeah, of course you
0: are.
1: <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you were trying to sell me some uh, trick nuts off of your bike.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, of my little bike scams. I actually wrote about that in the book about all my little bike scams. It's quite funny. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: um... Well, so basically, I suppose like. Because normally we have comedians on, our our listeners might know a bit about them, what they've seen them. But Mm. for you, I suppose we should have a quick biog of like, you know, you have you were you were somebody who was involved in the criminal underworld of (laughs) um, what's the word fraud? I suppose frauds the actual technical crime in it. Yeah. Now you actually talk about it, and you uh, are involved in the other side of it. Um, So what what age did you start? Did you start being a bit naughty?
2: Um, well, I was About lowered three into, years old. Yeah, seven years old. I was kind of lowered into a pub, you know, to go and open the front door. Oh, and yeah. uh, that <laughs> kind of just kicked off a criminal, you know, obsession that would last well into yeah. my 30s. I could uh, say that
0: might have some effect on your, your uh, development.
2: Yeah, definitely. But I, I mean, you know, I, 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 I've been branded Britain's greatest Fools by the press, but it's not something I'm proud of, obviously. You know, but it, it puts bombs on seats in the industry that I work in now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I realised that there was victims to it and got it wrong. Like just like I said to Julian, yeah, yeah, like yeah. smoking's good for ya, you. you know, I'm socially engineering him because I want to say he's still vaping. He's yeah,
0: like, <laughs> got <yeah>. asthma. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> it's my fault. You ain't <laughs> seeing me, Julian. It's never, never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so that was so what was like what was yeah. the what the what was the development of like it was that and then how did it then go on to like escalate <laughs> into like you actually committing fraud?
2: Well, I suppose in the area, I mean, if you, you know, we was just a wayward little crew that we were always ran the manor. Yeah, we was around the manor, just like kind of... You know, we was always naughty around the manor. as Julian you, know, was Julia Mattel, yeah, like was, I was always breaking into a car, or I was d- jumping off of cranes down at the Wimpy asphalt or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That was just off key, we would just do mad stuff. And I climbed on top of a power station once and was doing the running man on the yeah. wall. It's about, it's about. I mean, you're yeah. di- you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. If you, it's high up. But you know, I dived off doing? of that
2: and swam across the Thames when I was a kid as well. Like oh, shit, you know, doing those things because we was just we was just like that. We was just those kids, adventurous, I suppose. Um, wimpy Wimpy Ashfield was wicked down there, though, wasn't it? it was great fun. We had a proper laugh down there. You could just you know all, climb up all these sand dunes and great big piles of
0: stones and just
1: launch yourself off. <laughs> um, we were talking. There'd always be a stolen motorbike down there that everyone <laughs> would just be having turns on. <laughs>
0: Uh, we, we were talking to uh, Brennan Reese on the last uh, episode about that thing now because I've just recently become a dad and I'm constantly now paranoid like about anything like anything that might hurt the baby. I'm so scared of like and like and then I, my wife said a really wise thing to me. She said, "Look at all the times when you were a kid, but you almost died just doing dumb shit." you survive you're fine she said you're she is going to go through this as a kid she's going to get into naughty scrapes and all that you've got to take you can't worry about it all because like yeah i
1: mean there were kids that did die
0: Yeah. i mean it does happen (laughs) i'm not saying it's out of the ordinary but like in terms of the majority don't like we were talking about things we've done where we we should have you know climbing off bloody about hotel balconies and things being pissed when you're Mm. 18 and it is like you think back to when you're a kid like you think you were bulletproof and actually you basically swerved a lot of dangerous scenarios
2: yeah and that's what happens with crime you just end up keep doing it into your adulthood you know you're more you still keep staying you're willing to take risks that most people won't and you kind of you know i ended up in a big crew doing lots of different types of scams for an organization of criminality
0: uh, well, what was no the sort of it? scams because like you know it's i think when you say scams people don't really i think nowadays people think it's all online stuff oh, obviously i you to would re- have...
1: retrain as a scammer
0: <laughs> you know comedy is currently on hold because of lockdowns. So i'm looking yeah. to train
1: <laughs> um
2: i mean so i Online stuff
0: now is all about phishing, yeah, and
2: ransomware attacks, yeah. That's where the real serious organised criminals go. How, you
0: might... how many people fall for those? Like, what when you say phishing, I mean, obviously it's a big. There's a. That's a spectrum in it. It's, mm. it's getting an email from like, "Hello, I am a Nigerian prince," and there's. Exactly. That's probably goes right up to like genuine. Then ones where it says like they're not Amazon... real.
1: Those ones.
0: <laughs> so, so well, but they're, they're like... the ones that are like that's your Amazon it. accounts being hacked. But you know,
2: they're designed to catch people out, right? That can't read properly or right. a bit of greed or it's all those all those people, yeah. <laughs> about here, right. yeah they're deliberately there to trigger those emotions right <laughs> and uh that's why you get rubbish ones and you get really good ones so right email and ransomware attacks happen in all different ways uh if i target either of you you can't beat me i win yeah that's it there's nothing you <laughs> can me. do about it i win because i bet neither of you have changed your password routers so there you go, it's game over don't even know what yeah? that means so I'm My, pass-
1: My password's always juliand 80 I mean and I keep, <laughs> Do and not I keep say that, that
2: on air, Julian I keep Definitely that under not. wraps, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Never
0: um. <laughs> I did, I for years, I did actually, you know, I, I did change my passwords cut about a few years ago. What did you
1: change it to?
0: No, I'm not saying I actually changed it to something that involved the weird characters and all that shit. That they kept saying, for years, my passwords <laughs> were so... I just picked them because I thought they're so easy to remember for me, but I realised for a hacker, they would be just easy pickings. It was yeah. literally, like, it involved, like, my, my initials. I was like, are you fucking mad?
1: It's but like it, when they say your password's weak, and hmm. then, like, the security question is, what's your nan's name or where were you born or (laughs) something really simple um but yeah it's so yes i suppose that's not that's
0: the modern terms but if you you would have predated like online scams so what sort of ones were you like what was what was your what was the main ones that were kicking about back you know uh i was more into things like mortgage fraud um
2: like highlight you know i i I rose up the ranks to be able to get to do mortgage fraud right so I start oh, yeah. just what, was, doing... uh,
0: what's, what would be the ladder there how do you develop, what would be the early ones that could
2: You were runner to that? up well for, like, Julia, do you remember the the, do you remember that petrol garage next to you
1: yeah you remember Yeah um, me and me and Georgia um oh, fuck it don't know, I forget his surname you know him but oh, yeah, like not yeah. Me, yeah, and, yeah. me and yeah, yeah. me and him that, when that, we were 13 um in the minute, because it was 24 hour, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We put, we fucking, tr- um, <laughs> oh, and nice. you, you couldn't go in the shop. Like you had to, you know where you pay for <laughs> yeah, the card. Just put the- it. some with
0: a stocking on your head.
1: We had, we put stockings on our heads and the guy just knew me anyway. So it's like, <laughs> 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 we were half playing a bit, but it was yeah, like, it was funny, funny, man. Funny. Yeah, but, but what used you- to be
2: Years ago, they used to do Green Shield stamps in there. Yeah. And um, they used to have like Argos Premier Points cards. So I met a guy from Greenwich who knew how to put credit card information on the back of those little cards, Premier Point cards. And so I knew loads of people in shops. I would just go round to the shops and say, swipe this through. we get a bit of cash back. They'd swipe it through for 100 quid, give me 50 quid. And then uh, it just kind of snowballed. I then bought my own machines to get my own numbers. Um, When uh, up the creek was 302, I... uh, I remember
1: I saw... that. It was Under 18's nightclub. nightclub yeah. It's a comedy club now. We, me and yeah, Cole yeah. play it.
2: Yeah, but... yeah, so one of the girls that worked in there, she actually had a job uptown uh, in a deli and I, I kind of got talking to her, gave her a grab bar and she went in and worked in a shop and got me a load of credit card information Fuck. on day one and that kind of set me on my way. But I kind of dipped in and out of crime for ages, like Always, I'd get a load of money and then I'd want to be straight and I'd just go and live this straight life, um, just trying to be normal, you know, fit into society, selling drugs or something like legit, yeah, just kind (laughs) of, yeah, yeah, up in my just got well. I actually went and got and went and worked in Curry's, um. (laughs) but I mean,
0: uh, rich pickings for getting those credit card details <laughs> like, uh, you'd have know, your side project on the go at ex- the same ex- time
2: exactly and that's <laughs> like you learn the internal stuff then and you learn about the finances and how it all works and then it just snowballed and just went up the ladder you know? yeah. so after
0: yeah. credit cards how, how many is there other things you do in between that and mortgage for?
2: yeah so so i mean i ripped off like um i've done a couple of criminals once let me just plug my laptop in because it's uh been traveling everywhere. Um, I'm actually not on lockdown, which is great.
0: <laughs> Where are you now?
2: Uh I'm actually at home, but I've only just walked through the door because Julian's last minute.com and all that. Um... <laughs> 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 um so I mean, yeah, I, I ripped off some other criminals. I I, I would I had a guy that yes, could get sir. moody watches, yeah. Um, and I figured out that in one particular jewelers, you could go in and ask them for a credit agreement print out. So it would just be like what the finance would look like on a certain watch and how much you would pay. And, but it looked like an actual receipt. Yeah. So I just kind of would go and find the watch that I could get a receipt for in the shop window, pair them all up and, um, and then go and sell them to people. And I, I mean, I've done one guy for 150 grand's worth once. Oh my God. Um, but, so I, it was only 100 grand's worth of watches, but he threatened to kill my mum. So he found out months later. So I tucked him up with a, with like 100 grand's worth of watches. I'd done him for a month for 10 grand a week first. Watches, yeah. The guy that I know works in the jewellers, he's going to have it off. He's just going to nick them. Do you want all of them? Yeah, you can have all of them for 50 grand. Gave him, gave him all Andy the time. No. He never saw me. I'd done it all over the phone and just used a runner to go and do the stuff, right? So, um, but the runner that I used was my brother-in-law, and so when Christmas comes and goes, the birthdays come and go. Sitting there, money's all gone now. Yeah, like
0: oh, um, my
2: phone rings, and it's my little sister, and she's like, "This guy has just come to the house. Um, you better, uh, you better, you better call the number." Um, so he'd been round to my sister's, beating up my brother-in-law, smashed the, the granny out of my brother-in-law to find out who I was. He'd then given my mum's address, oh, and the guy wow. had gone to my mum. Showed up at my mum's, and uh, he just said to me when I rung him, he just said, "You got 24 hours, son, to bring the money back. Otherwise, I'm going to kill your mum." Oh my god! A... <laughs> so I just said, killer. What did you spend the money on? He <laughs> said, killer and jumped on I a said, plane. "Kill her and I put the phone down. No, <laughs> did you really? Yeah, because
0: that is, that is a bold, thing. Is this? Uh, the thing is this though. Yeah, if court. you're really
2: involved in crime, right?
0: They just do it in it. Stuff oh, well, also, do you it's not it. would there be that thing? Of...
2: They'd do it you're not talking without you're calling you. it. Exactly. Yeah, or you're yeah. gonna grab her and you're gonna say, Listen, smart ass, I've got your mum. Yeah. So you better yeah. come and bring the money for the watches back and I'll give you your mum back. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry, she'll be looked after. That's how it's gonna be. Yeah. yeah nice yeah. cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. He, he once he thought he was Brave balls, yeah, he was gonna kill my mum and I just didn't have it. And so I went and see one of my friends who
1: promised You're still mates with
2: him.
0: With the glass
1: on no right. watches
2: too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Um we should, we should block him on Facebook, man. I did you at any point inform your mum that she was involved in this discussion?
2: Do you know what? I actually read the. I read, so with my book coming out, I had to go and read some bits to my mum. Right,
1: mum, <laughs> just uh, so you know. I didn't yeah, and yeah, did use collateral. Yeah, I kind of use this. Like, you got your own yeah. chapter, mum. Yeah, and like <laughs> so my was sister your was. Life was in you there. were heading up Southeast London's crime <laughs> gang, mum. You didn't know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. So what, um, was,
2: what was the first? Yeah, thing? That, you, that got, was did you it Really, I told her he was fine with it. What was
0: how the did you, was shocked. how did that uh, confrontation end with that guy? What, I mean, you obviously called his bluff. How does it then go from there?
2: So he then my mate then rings. He rings my phone again. Yeah. So yeah. I'm at, by this time I'm with my mate, um, and my mate just answers the phone and tells him his name. Yeah, and says you better go and find out about me. Yeah, just go and ask around. You'll find out. And puts the phone down. And 10 minutes later, the guy rung back saying, look, man, I don't want no trouble, man. I'm just oh, in the middle. No, I'm it's... really sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. So my mate just said to him, listen, you've got 24 hours to go and get the money. Otherwise, I'm going to kill your mum and put the phone down on him.
1: And they paid. Was no, it Mother's Day know. or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We just used to cuss our mums. All so, the yeah. mum cusses. Oh,
2: Julian was murder, man. He would do. He would. He was. He was always cutting. He's always had that cutting thing about him. Yeah, no one wanted to mess with Julian. He was little, yeah, but his mouth was dangerous. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, 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 I've got to edit this podcast, so I know that full. Well. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I've got to edit out some horror show. That <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was. I mean, it's it's mad to think. But so, what? How, how long did you? Obviously, you must. What was the turning point when you thought I should probably start binning this off?
2: Um, I was. I went through. There was a couple of points that I went through. You know, I I got once I'd got caught for we was doing a shopping centre up in Sheffield, um, just getting plasma screen TVs and stuff, right? And I got we got caught. They took the team down, and whilst in the in the cell the police officer came down and said, uh, I've got a lady upstairs crying her eyes out. Uh, And I said, I haven't stolen no lady's identity. I'm a man. I've only been using my men's stuff. She said, yeah, but you stole her dead dad's. And it's just brought up all the memories. And that kind of was like the first realisation of Whoa, there's victims to this. Up until that point, I've only looked at IDs with my faces on it or the people that are working for me's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gave me like a real kind of because I'm just selfish at that point. I don't care about nothing else. I'm just worried about me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that really kind of triggered it. And then once I I I, I then got sentenced for that one. Jump, well, jump bow, went on the run as a fugitive for six years. Um, Where did you go? I stayed here in the UK. <laughs> right. So um, just yeah,
1: keep when it simple.
2: Good at making IDs, so uh oh, shit, it, it was quite easy to um, you know, I made like a. So I made a taxi badge, you know, like a black cab badge.
0: Right. (laughs) 60s on the run, just doing knowledge. Yeah. (laughs) So, exactly what
2: I've done. Yeah, so I, got, I made I made a black I made a black cabs badge and what they call a bill. Yeah, black cab drivers have to have a bill, and it has yeah, like yeah. all like little bits of fiber in it. Yeah? yeah, so I cut up all little these little bits of fiber and glued them all to the paper all properly. And I went and rented a black cab and went out picking up no people, picking people off. Yeah, while I was on the run to fucking hell, Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but it was
1: like a honest, honest
2: living, honest living. Um, it Who was, it
1: was, it was that guy in Greenwich years ago? I don't know if it's a myth or not, but someone stole a bus. Do you remember that? <laughs> and wow. they did the I bus did route. That
2: in the book, Ginny, They
1: Stuart did the. Who uh, uh, was that?
2: Stuart Toll it was.
1: Yeah, that was it. And, yeah. and he stole a bus, but did the bus route on the stops and stuff. That's mental.
2: <laughs> yeah i'm so happened? glad you said it you know i'm so glad that I, like because you know when you're writing it i'm like did that really happen did that really yeah, happen yeah. Like, like, yeah like wow oh
1: is that in your book yeah
2: yes yeah, in the book yeah because stuart yeah. was one of like my first idols that i looked at and was kind of like you know he was the next level up for me um you know around you know what it was like to do it's kind of like there's different groups of kids all over the place and they were just that level up where they were into proper naughty shit mm-hmm. um and that just, that was, you know, not that I continued to do any naughty shit with them, just I've done a few cars, nicked a few cars, because they, they weren't really that naughty, really, in comparison to some of the other guys that I would then go and get around, you know? Like, um, but, yeah.
0: So after six years on a run, mm. what happened then? Did you get caught?
2: Yeah, I finally get caught in a petrol garage in Basildon meeting one of my other mates. You're managing um, it
0: at a time with a fake ID. <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
2: well I actually get job. out and say to the copper, like I give him the moody name and all that, yeah. And oh, I've been shit. smoking weed. I was stinking of weed, yeah. Nah. So, but he didn't even mention the weed, it just goes, There's two warrants out for that name, and just straight enough, oh, oh no, nah, I'm got like uh, um Yeah. And then what it. what was the what was the fall out of that charge so they then so i only ended up getting 12 months for that sentence so well because one of the guys that was in the conspiracy with us he got um he had uh, he tested for cancer and so the judge had gone lenient on him as he was the only one that showed up to court as well all the others of us we all jumped bow, (laughs) yeah all my other codees um so then a couple of years later, they caught one of my other code's and he got given two years, eight months. So the judge had set a precedent between giving one guy 18 months probation and one guy two years, eight months. And when I just got in the dock, I just told him, you know, my wife was pregnant at the time with my first daughter. I had three boys up until that point. And I just didn't want to miss that bonding period. You know, like when, when you, you know now. Yeah, so yeah. when you have a kid, you want to kind of you you need that bonding period yeah, i didn't want to miss that it was really important I, and at that time i didn't know i was gonna get 12 months otherwise i would never ever have run but once you run it then becomes really difficult to yeah, go and give yeah. yourself in and go oh, i'm gonna go away from my family now <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it becomes difficult right um yeah and, and so that was it i was caught and then when in jail my wife come to visit me finally after three months um she finally started talking to me again oh, really? um she's holding my son's hand as she walks in and he was just crying. Oh, shit. And um, I just said, what's, what's up with him? And she said, what the fuck do you think's up with him? Like, yeah, yeah. What prison you know? were you in? Uh, I was in Doncaster.
0: Oh fuck.
2: Yeah. So it was right up North as well. Um, funny jail though. Like there's some really good stories in there of the book, things that happened and all that, like are hilarious. Um, we've done some really funny stuff in there. Cause you just have to get on with it. But yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. that coming out, I knew that I didn't want to go back into that life Um, and you know I I also knew that I don't want to work in the supermarket I don't want to you know I'm just not that type of person but I have a really good brain for figuring out how to attack a company or how to socially engineer someone to steal their identity so maybe I thought there was something I could do and
0: you know
2: here I am today
0: (laughs) so yeah you do like you're basically you you do talks and stuff and you help the other side now people to protect yeah so themselves. i'm lucky i've got some really big clients you know but does that early... mean does that mean you have to always stay on the sort of yeah you've got the latest constant, you know, the latest and stuff. thing you've always got to be aware like, it's that thing of like it's like you hung up your your boots but then you've yeah. got to constantly train even though you're not doing it
2: yeah like and it takes so you know i most days of the week i rob banks for a living and you know, I have my do say it on here. <laughs> Police yeah. will find out. Well, they can find out because we're legally allowed to do it. So nowadays, like my my business partner is the ex head of fraud, ex head of counter uh, of terrorist financing for the Metropolitan Police.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I've got like a guy who's worked in Hollywood as my business partner. He's worked in Hollywood for eight years as a top film editor. Yeah, who's done 30 years in the BBC. Like we've got masses of credibility, and then we bring hackers into the mix along with the criminal mindset. And now the understanding of how data is, so from a kid being able to get those credit cards or go and do sponsorship forms and obtain people's information, uh, shit, yeah. it gives us like a real powerful insight into what happens today, you know? And, and, and that makes us quite unique.
0: Has it got easier or what is is like? Has the internet made it easier to nick money off people? Is it made it yeah. hard? Yes. Yeah,
2: I mean, it just intensified everything. You can. You know you can steal money off people without them even knowing
0: i suppose yeah that is and that's the
2: that you know people most people won't even know that you stole money off them did you know i didn't just... really i did yeah i didn't i
0: once got uh someone i don't know Some my, my debit card or something got done and i didn't have a clue i don't check my online bank for i check it once a week or something so it yeah. wasn't until i got a phone call from the bank saying have you just bought 1500 pounds worth of books in dubai i was like no i'm afraid i haven't actually. i don't
1: think so let me look at the diary <laughs> yeah. no i was having a cup of tea in london this morning <laughs> well yeah so like it's <laughs> thing of, yeah i suppose i got done just before at the beginning of <clears throat>, lockdown one i got done it was only like about it was about 600 quid but uh, my bank was good though they just put it back in my bank within like 24 hours and then investigated it it was quite handy
0: yeah, yeah. Um, it's I mean, fucking it'll...
1: annoying, man. But they've yeah, got they've suppose... now. what, they have what to the do banks do have. Yeah, oh yeah, they have yeah, to yeah. do that
2: now. what Julian said, they have to put the money back in and then investigate it. Yeah. And then That's if it's nice. found to be yeah, they have to do that because what? it's just it was just becoming out of control.
0: Do they have like a, a sort of what's the what's the words where you know, they've got almost an allowance in mind, the banks that they've put aside for the, the amount that's going to get nicked off their customers. Yeah. They've almost got a slush fund. All companies. Well, do.
1: it's just numbers, yeah. I guess, isn't it? It's not like 2%. it's just numbers on a computer to them, isn't it, really, I suppose?
2: Yeah, it's 2%. They factor in 2% for losses. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Oh, do they? Yeah. So, yeah, they do. It, they do. It. So we and all 2% average... doesn't
0: sound a lot, but when you actually
2: blow it up that to the real billion. amount of money, well, exactly. they've
1: probably got Yeah, they're billions and yeah. hundreds of billions. Well, I think last year
2: it cost 140 trillion. Globally frauded. Um, so Ooh. if you think that's well over the two percent, yeah, of losses, that's just what's reported. Fuck yeah, we. D- what about what's not reported? Yeah, like we're into mega figures. Um, mm. It's huge. you
1: know, it's, huge... it's 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 the biggest industry in the world, isn't it? it is fraud, is. <laughs> is. other people. Well, money. have you seen the thing today yeah. in the
0: news about the PPE uh, scandal? The government basically there was like you know sort of at the start of lockdown, the government basically. Dished out all these contracts for people to sort out PPE and looking for vaccines and all that, and there was loads of just shady shit going down. Then people just one bloke got twenty two million dollars or pounds as a go between to sort out a contract with a PPE, and he's just a private bloke who's basically brokering a deal. And and it turns out the PPE they got most like most of it hasn't even been used, and it's basically just. I think there was such a gold rush of people going right. The government are spitting out money to try and sort of find a way of navigating through this, this well, bounce course. back
2: loans are going to be the one aren't they? that's because what me and julian talked
0: about going to find that, yeah i got, a big, really I got a big one i got a
1: big one and i gave it back i was <laughs> you've
0: like you've never I, said you haven't said you haven't told her oh, <laughs> i haven't story. said that no i've
1: got a hefty one and i was like i didn't want to you know write it off or I didn't want to pay it back, and I just thought I don't need to get into debt. Because so how is that going to work? Most it of was it was so is get- it came just so quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because I, I got a little one just as a little safety net for during lockdown. But like, it was so easy that it was like this is going to be. this so many people are just going to have this and then yeah. default on it. You can default on it because it's, it's underwritten by the government.
2: Yeah. And I think that's probably, I think they'll all probably end up turning into grants or something. I think they're going to have to, because if you think of how many businesses once, because loads of business just go, yeah, I'll take the 50 grand. And they're just going to spend it. They've never had fifty grand in the business in their yeah. life, but they've inflated the figures yeah, exactly, massively yeah. to get the fifty a little, grand. A Sunday right?
1: market stall selling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I oh, make fifty grand a week, mate. Like, yeah, it's just <laughs> um, it's, yeah,
2: but that it's underpins true. the society. That underpins the currency. That underpins like
0: you know our whole, our whole economy. Um, that's it. That's why, That's why I think sometimes, like you know, when you're talking about fraud, like I think is I do think there's a difference, but like morally. Between Mm. nicking, you know, people that go in and fucking defraud an old lady, telling her they're going to sort out her double glazing, and suddenly they've run out Mm. of all the money that's under her bed and shit. Like that's a totally different beast to ripping off a bank. I don't care what anyone says. You know, there that is a they are not on the same moral level. You know, so I do think definitely. You know, I think that's why. Yeah, it's, it's almost
1: like you're outsmarting the bank i mean it's the you're playing with the bank like they're doing that aren't they on a sort the system, of corporate level
0: one is nicking yeah. like literal money off an individual and one is a system i think you're you're trying yeah, to just yeah. work out but not that i'm saying i know how, i'm not doing it <laughs> i don't know how i've not got to know how I'm not, I'm an idiot <laughs> but yeah i mean it is uh i do think there's people you can't hear yeah, when sometimes people just hear the word fraud and they think it's all the same innit? it but it ain't
1: i'm <laughs> all right bro all right.
0: Yeah, like in in
1: Greenwich, because you get like the nice, the one-way system, the the kind of upper class side of it, and then East Greenwich is kind of, you know, around Dyson House and yeah around there isn't it like Glen yeah or i talk wherever, about like... it in the
2: talks i say about it in the talks i say like unfortunately for the, the financial institutions around the world i was born in the poor part so you've got yeah, that yeah. kind of like in between and where you was julian obviously you're right slap bang in the middle really just before you get to the really nice It's just part. on the
1: edge isn't it yeah, yeah. i mean it was it was like yeah it was just on the edge near the um royal college yeah. and all that yeah because
0: I, I i for a period when i was growing up i lived in croydon just outside croydon and uh we lived in a pub my uncle owned a pub me and my parents moved in and it was like it was it was that exact idea of like it was on the corner it was on a roundabout and one side of it was shrublands estate which is a rough estate mm. and uh and literally the other side of it was like nice sort of you know just middle class housing and there was mm. two bars in the pub uh the public bar and a saloon bar and it was almost like, you know, they, people wouldn't even come in the other bar. They'd come in one door from Shrublands into the into the public bar. And the other lot would come in the sort of middle class people would come in the saloon bar. And it was only like one couple from Shrublands who drink in the saloon bar. And it was this fucking like meeting of worlds. It was unbelievable. It was like you're talking a matter of mm-hmm. 50 metres and it was two different worlds. And on the, on the saloon side, there was loads of police officers lived on a row of houses over the road. So Mm. they'd all be in there and literally the other side of a wall in the public bar, there'd be people fucking hocking Mm. stolen goods and stuff. Mm. It was was, was amazing to watch it. You forget, that's the thing with, I think London's got more probably than anywhere else in the world is you can have that. You can have a basically a posh area and one road comes and then you're in in the rough bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
2: that's exactly what happens. And I think, like, when you get the interaction between the kids and all that as well, like, you know, it's it's, it's quite, it's just like what Julian said, you know, saying to Julian that smoking's good as a kid. <laughs> but you have to look at the social dilemma with that, right? So look at what my parents are doing and look at what his parents are doing, because that's where we all learn stuff from. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not, you know, everything that we do is learnt behavior. Every single move that we make is all what we've learned to do. So, as a kid saying that to Julian, I believe because I see the adults around me smoking, and it's not yeah, a problem yeah, yeah. to them that I might smoke. In fact, it might be all right
0: I'm, that I'm a bit naughty. Like, There's also, yeah, yeah, there yeah. also a class thing involved in that, like you know, I think middle class people, not even even middle class smokers, as mm-hmm. parents, I knew kids whose parents smoked. Who were middle, like from quite nice middle class backgrounds, who their parents were really strict on them not smoking. Mm. Whereas I was from, from a family and like I knew loads of like mates from rough backgrounds. And like our parents didn't really give a shit. Like if you got caught mm. smoking when you were 12 or 13, you didn't, they didn't really, they sort of expected it almost. Like so I do think there was a different thing of like you just realized that you knew it was wrong probably like health wise, but you just didn't think there was anything particularly wrong with starting that young. Well, I think yeah. that the
2: middle classes know, don't they? They've got the education to know that that's not good for you. And we found out, and we're we're addicted, but we're not going to let that happen to our kids. Whereas the working classes don't find that information out because that's what all class is, right? Essentially, yeah, if you look yeah, back yeah, to yeah. books and reading and what it was many years ago, it's it true. was who had knowledge, and that's all it was. So if you know the stuff that could, if you hurt yourself, you could give yourself a rub from the the grass that they'd made. You had that knowledge passed down, right? That's just that's just what it is, and so that's
0: why the internet's a great thing because we can learn so much stuff, and also we <laughs> also learn so much bollocks as well. Exactly. As we've learned <laughs> coronavirus. No, um, yeah. what I was going to say was so when, when you moved into like the other side of things, but mm. like now, what when you like, what's your like? What would you if you had to like think of like to to the layman, to so somebody like me or Julian, if you said to us, here's the things in your actual person on your life you need to probably tighten up so, like so you mm. don't get done what would be the main like top ones so i'd say the first thing that you should do is at home we all have a have home. a gun
2: under your pillow probably
0: <laughs> great a baseball bat with nails sticking you're, out you're going
2: to shoot your screen and that could end up to a deflection of the bullet on yourself so probably not a good idea <laughs> um and shooting down cables don't work i've shoot i've tried it um <laughs> uh you should change your password on your home router yeah so if you think of your home router as your doorway yeah right, you wouldn't just leave it open without locks would you that
1: with the great. password that came with it basically
2: the crazy it one
0: it. that's always like little u, exactly. big X. exactly yeah. so you can do this
2: by why. just going to your laptop or your pc and just type yeah, in yeah, your yeah. ip address bring up all your router information and then just go to change password. Yeah, it's a very quick step. It will lock anyone out who's trying to get into your. Because so,
0: what? How easy is it for then somebody to bust into your router? Well,
2: unless you're going online every time. Behind, I'm probably the only one out of us lot like that's behind a VPN. Um, yeah, that is that. Right? So everyone can see who you are and where you are. Yeah. Right. I've got a VPN. I'm in my virtual private network, which means that no one can see me unless they're hacking me. And perhaps there's a chance they could break the VPN. But the the likelihood of that happening while we're live is virtually. They'd
1: probably come up against a little bit of security and just move on because most people haven't got one. They'd just try something that's easier, wouldn't they? Exactly. And it's all a numbers game. It's not a person sitting there going like that. It's a bit of kit that they've got. It's like a burglar
2: not going to burgle the most
1: secure house. He's going to burgle next door. That's a bit easier, isn't
2: it? Exactly. It's the same thing. So, you know, that's kind of a couple of things straight away. And then your device, you know, this is a computer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm just, flicking a bit now. I'm just trying invisible
1: there yeah. hey, 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 this, this is the invisible I- <laughs> this is the iPhone 20
2: <laughs> that hey, that's better um, oh yeah so yeah, yeah if you go with one of these this is a computer right yeah so unless you've got virus software on now yeah it's, it's vulnerable because every time you go yeah. out and connect to a mast right your IP yeah. address goes ping to that mast yeah. and it pings back to the phone so now if I want to search for you, I can just look for all the IP addresses that are pinging at the tower at the top of Shooter's Hill there. Yeah. Hey, who have I got? Take all oh, these IP addresses that are not hidden. Thank yeah. you. Let's have a little sift through. Yeah. Um.
0: So you should definitely... Do a bit of have...
1: Christmas shopping. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So what would you say? You should have a VPN on your phone at all times as well. You should definitely be on a VPN and have
2: security on your phone. Every time you go on the internet, right? Yeah. Unless you have a VPN,
0: it's like going outside naked. I also do that, though. So. <laughs> well, some people like the risk. <laughs> you know, I just like letting, getting some air to my bits. But yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, all right. That's So VPNs every, on every device. Every device. As soon as you're connecting to the internet, yeah?
2: And then be aware of what people send you. So at the moment, for instance, you have loads of videos doing the rounds on Facebook that people just get sent to them, right? Yeah, yeah. And they'll just click a link. Like they'll just click the video, press, well, I can make that video have malware in it. And when you click it, I'm going to steal all the information that's in your phone. And I'm going to steal all your mates' information and share it on your page. Get all your mates to click it as well, right? It's just
1: malware,
2: Like, You have to be sure before you click on a link. And if
1: they send 20,000 of those out, there's going to get a percentage that will click on it. Yeah. Numbers game.
2: Always yeah. going to be about numbers. Yeah. Like they're not, they don't care that they send
0: 20,000 if they get one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A good yeah. day for them.
1: 20,000 could be day. one hit on enter, couldn't it? Yeah. And basically, malware thing.
0: is the thing that once it's on your computer, it can pick up on your passwords that you're putting into things. So look, there's a lot of stuff going around
2: at the moment where we hear people saying, I oh, say stuff and it comes up on my phone. Yes. Right. Right. So that doesn't happen. I quite like that, the, though. doesn't happen, by the way, yeah? Oh, does it but not? It don't happen because all it is is that we all accept cookies, right? Yeah, yeah. So when we yeah. join Facebook, when we join Insta, when we're doing Zoom, and all these companies in the background share the data. They have, they sell it to each other
0: yeah, right? yeah.
2: because they want to learn more about us. But the amazing thing about computers are they can take all that data and just formulate it. Yes, yeah, so and now they've got an amazing and go right. Cole, look, I'm going to target you with that Julian. I'm going to target. I know Julian likes yellow covers, yellow covers, yellow covers, yellow <laughs> covers. But because we talk about this stuff that we like, we instantly relate it. To, oh my God! It's on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we forget that even if you're not searching for stuff, your friends and the people, the contacts in your phone—it's yes. all cookies. It all interacts to a big computer. It's not yeah, a little yeah. bloke working it out, going, "Ah, oh, this, this." This happens in seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah. I
0: saw a funny thing about like you know, uh, there's this weird hippie thing where hippie, like, there's a there's this significance with the number eleven, eleven. Like hippies say, like it's a magical number. And there's like, so you always see, sometimes you see like people that are like into horoscopes and shit online going, oh God, once again, I looked on my phone and it was 11-11. It means like the gods are looking out for me. Somebody it's going to
1: happen once a day, what, isn't somebody it? Somebody
0: yeah. said, uh, oh, what do you mean when you look at your phone that you look at eight hours a day, you might catch it at 11-11. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. we
1: forget, so we always
0: read a, significance. A broken
1: into. clock works once a well, day. that's it. We, yeah. I think
0: our nature is to read significance into coincidences because it makes it feel like we're, you know, we like patterns like exciting going and exciting.
2: And it's actually it's absolutely impossible, of course, for your brain to remember everything exactly the way it happens. Yeah, you. definitely. So you add stuff to it naturally without even realising it. That's right?
1: why when there's like an accident and there's like three witnesses or 10 witnesses, it's all different versions of it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's also why the police say I was standing by a lamppost because they're relating the stuff that's around them to give them the memory bits that tweak it. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just
0: training, isn't it? So, yeah. So, there. So, it's more just what? So, what? Because, um, but you've got to accept cookies, haven't I mean, you, to join certain websites? You do.
2: But, I mean, so I'll go on and I'll go through the cookie policies and switch off the ones yeah. that I don't. I mean, it Only can take a person ages. in the world
0: is Reddit, I think.
2: Well, most people that understand what cookies are, because all cookies is, is malware. Yeah. Do yeah. I, I want to be targeted by Wish selling me a pair of knickers with a Willy O on it?
0: yeah yes <laughs> yeah, the yeah i can't speak for not. everyone but i would like <laughs> it <laughs> don't
1: be... <laughs> i don't need any more of those that's for sure <laughs> to add to my collection uh,
0: yeah
2: <laughs> so you know and, and and that's kind of what happens and it's, it's only going to get bigger badder, stronger faster yeah, you know, yeah like yeah. the more sites because you know there's so instagram's getting old now facebook's getting old youtube's probably on the down now yeah there's not as many people going to it for sure now um tick starting to be the next biggest oh, thing I hate, I hate that place me too i've never been on it never actually ever been on it at all um but you know the new generations that are coming through and us older generations are getting bored of it now we're kind of like it's not as as good as we is, we've had to do it so much over lockdown that it's even be- it's more. We want to get out and do other stuff. So getting the, yeah, get the real
1: world, isn't it?
2: Yeah, uh, getting the real world. You know, people it's say fun. that COVID's going to change the way society acts. Let's hope that might actually make us interact better with each other. A few years in a few years from now,
0: yeah, maybe in a few I years. Know. I think at the minute it's still just causing more fucking arguing, isn't it? This I find it. Every day you wake up, there's a new argument about something between people. But um
2: well, it's because we're all confused, isn't it? Well, I think yeah, people yeah. that
0: have got more time on their hands. You can't. You yeah. put mixed boredom with like, you know, having you know, and nothing, having nothing to do, and having people spend more time online all day. It's going to just create that sort of pot of everyone just digging each other out. So it's it's hard, but uh, but yeah. So that's like. So yeah, so I'm just trying to work out a list. It's good for our listeners to learn. Get a VPN on your d- devices. So um, check the yeah. cookies. Or, yeah, avoid the cookies as much as possible.
2: Yeah, and I don't just go clicking on links, yeah, on videos.
0: Yeah, right. that is. I do, I think that is one I've I've always been quite
1: yeah. wary of. Yeah,
2: I've actually there was been that tax one that was going
1: checking. round a few yeah. months ago. Well, there's one at there, the like...
0: minute, a few who got busted. There was a there's a comedian who got a phone call a few weeks ago and she mm-hmm. got done by a, a tax scam, which basically with the HMRC, you're due a payment on your account. You know you're overdue. You're going to get fined if you don't pay it today. And they had loads of information. It sounded so legit. She ended up paying over the phone.
2: Well, it's the Jimmy uh, as well, isn't it? So
0: the, it's
2: relatable, the, right? Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. Taxes, right? It's related. If I'm a criminal, what's the criminal case study that I can look at to target other same people?
1: Oh look, yeah, Jimmy yeah,
2: got done. Look,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Look,
2: look, 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 You just never know, and you just put yeah, people yeah. under
0: fear. But I think that thing of like, you know, I, f- I understand it. They, they basically threatened. They, they they were saying like, you know, this is already overdue. You're going to, it's either going to be a big fine or a court, you know, you're going to bailiffs at your house, essentially. Mm. And it's just that, that thing of they just constantly hit the fear until that person just pays on the like, on the phone. And I think the biggest yeah. thing, I mean, that would be like, I don't even, I don't know not much about it, but I would say never pay over the phone for anything. Yeah. I never unless, yeah, unless you, you initiate, unless you've called yeah, unless, them
2: unless you initiate the call yeah, yeah unless yeah. you're not expecting the call or you initiate the call then you definitely shouldn't be giving
0: any information. Like out. your
1: bank would never ring you and ask for your bank details, would they? And if Fine. they do, put the phone down. Yeah, but they do search, ask. Yeah. Yeah. they, they do out. ask
0: you security questions though, and I yeah, think that's, why, that's one that sets people's alarm bells going because it does sound dodgy them going um, like it's HSBC and all of a sudden they say like, can you provide what's your name, name and date of birth? And part of you does think this is this could be dodgy. This. Like, I no, mean, no,
2: no one ever looks at it from the bank's point of view, though, right? But if you're a bank, you want to talk to your customers, right? Yeah, you want to tell them that look fraud's happening, and you want to like you want to you want to talk, be able to talk them and guide them through. But for a bank, it's it's kind of nearly impossible now
0: yeah, to yeah, get secure yeah.
2: communications between their client and that person because we're all, but unfortunately, we've all got to have a suspicious mindset. Yeah, yeah definitely. The because, that's
0: the thing. I think that's why that's the sad thing, but it's also. I'm somebody who's like, I try not to be cynical about anything. I'm trying, I try and be as open as possible. But you, and because I don't like cynicism, but mm. I do think, you know, in terms of like, yeah, protecting your shit, you've got to just, you've got to have you've got to be
1: aware out. of the bad things in the world, haven't you? Like, you wouldn't like let a nine year old girl walk home at, midnight on our own and it's no, the same it's just the internet is like just accentuated how people can get you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to be, uh, i got always to...
2: tell people to always think of it as a window outside your house yeah that everyone's always looking into yeah.
1: So yeah wherever
2: you are online people can always see that be aware of what you're posting and how you're posting it and what you're putting out about yourself you know your, yes i always say that um what are some other ones your passwords are like your virginity Never give them away to anyone. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, not unless it's that special person that you trust
0: who's not going to just yeah, yeah, take yeah. advantage of that. Because Should you, should you, share share change, should you change your passwords regularly? regularly definitely, but See, also use a happy, password People manager. just don't. Use a what? Password, password manager? Password
2: manager. Make sure that you go and get a, like a five or four and a half star rated password manager. Ah. No, I don't endorse any, but um, you should definitely get one because they definitely work, you know, and it's it makes it a lot more harder for a hacker to hack a database that's protected massively yeah, and yeah as long as you're storing those passwords in your manager you can always get them um, yeah, yeah. random words for passwords as well don't ever use anything that's familiar to yourself yeah. so you know looking around my room mirror door telly yeah, yeah totally random yeah, nineteen but, thirteen. That's me, it. Like, no relevance. a couple to me of
1: passwords. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to have that as a password from now on. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't be too careful. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: um, I think that that would be what I reckon people are the most lazy about changing. Yeah. The, I know, you know, I, I'm guilty a bit. I've got. Uh, the, I change passwords quite regularly because I'm really bad at forgetting passwords. So I end up just by the nature of my own forgetfulness, have to, I have to change them. But, uh, I think there's some people I know that wouldn't have changed their password in things. Well, here's the thing yeah, years. if you think
2: that personally it's a bad thing, yeah there's uh, Equifax who are, who are the world's biggest holder of personal information uh, credit files in fact, right yeah. one server in Argentina, yeah, didn't have the password changed the password you know was password123. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. And they lost 140 million people's Personal credit oh files, god. just through that one mistake. Yeah, so it's not just <laughs> yeah, people that make mistakes; it's companies too, right? Yeah, that yeah.
1: hacker thought it just struck gold. Oh with my god, that password! Yeah. In yeah. let's try <laughs> a password yes. one two three. I bet he almost almost didn't even try it. You know, right what I now, mean? like, nah, what's the guy's ma- what's maiden name? Yeah. <laughs> looking yeah. at all this shit. Yeah. Password one two three, and it just opens. He's like. Yeah. What?
2: Yeah, I've just got the case, you know, the keys. That's a good day at
1: work, wasn't it? At the uh,
2: yeah, in the the fraudster's office. Yeah, but in (laughs) you know that probably cost them in excess of fifty million quid to sort out, right?
1: Yeah, so wow. it
2: costs them money too, uh, and they get fined for it. They get massive fines for losing all that information. And but people
1: will lose faith in them as well, won't they? And yeah, it they damages you've got their reputation. To them or not, but you'll go with someone else, won't you? But you
2: should never worry about that either. Yeah. So I, like, I'm actually going to start talking about this soon. I haven't spoke about this before, but I think it's really important that we all start to understand that getting hacked is going to happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter how on the ball you are. I've been hacked. I'm seriously on the ball, yeah? But, of course, if someone sends me an email that I I think is from someone I know, they've been hacked, that now leads me to get hacked, right? So if I then return this email to Julian saying, Julian, look, look at this. I found this. It'd be really good for your podcast. Get this person on next week. Look at him. You're going to click the link. Yeah. You click the link. Even if you click it in a week or two, you're going to click it, right? Once you click it, I've got you. And that's where... All of us can be got, and we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be, be worried about it in that way because everyone's yeah. going to get got. It's just
0: how it is. Definitely, but there we go. That's good. So, like, I think we've got to wrap up in a minute. So I've got, to, I've got. To Tell you what, off.
2: you can actually go and see if I. You can go and check and see if your email address has been done. Yeah. Really. I, yeah, there's a website called Have I Been. Pwned, pwned. Have I been pwned.com It's like yeah. it's like a f- hacking word for them. But you just literally put your email address in, and it will go red or green and tell you if you've been hacked or not. And, t- and you can look and see what database it was found in and stuff
0: like that. So and then change your now. passwords. Then change your passwords. So that would be like takeaway. The takeaway for our listeners, I would say, is that the two change the main your name things, and move. <laughs> just yeah. get offline. Go live in the woods. Yeah, and uh, no, get just, off they, grid change yeah, your definitely. change your passwords uh make them obviously more difficult i do think people are lazy with that get a vpn for your, for your things and um don't just yeah. click on links don't click on links that's a, that's a good that's easy easily rememberable things i think great stuff quickly we've got, we've got a few minutes left so what so you've actually written a book about all this yeah i've written a book about the stuff that i've done and the stuff i do now yeah
2: uh, i've actually got um my first, I'm, I actually get the first pilot episode of my life story that's been done by BBC Studios USA. Oh, cool. Uh, I get the draft script, uh, I think, in the next couple of weeks. So who's, there's lots playing of uh not sure yet julian uh danny robert- danny devito's out.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was thinking of robert danny jr yeah I mean, yeah he, when
0: he was back on crack in the night <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. but yeah. yeah so but the book is a book out or is it so uh, the
2: book comes out on the 17th of december it's called the big con um yeah, go buy it.
0: Christmas, lovely Christmas reading, guys. Lovely Christmas reading. Put your feet up Christmas Day and read about fraud. That's it. Uh, but that's, that's cool. How long did it take you to write it?
2: me. So I had a ghostwriter write part of it. And then it took me three months once the ghostwriter had given me his bit to fill in all the gaps.
0: How does that work? You literally just sit with them and you tell them everything. They just make yeah. all the notes. Well, they obviously, they would re- probably record it now. and listen. Back yeah, they like... record
2: it and then type it all up into uh, to a manuscript. And then you kind of read it all through of what what the stuff was. I mean, the first bit I got was terrible. <laughs> was like, oh my God, like everyone's going to hate me um, right. because he just missed out like loads of detailed bits, you know, they yeah, get more yeah, yeah. carried away with some of the, the exaggerating some of the other bits and not yes. really coming back to what I, I, I've got. A am not about sensationalizing crime. Yeah, it's not about no, that. No, me. no, no. I, I do, I, I do a lot of work not to do that.
0: Um, so it's about and understanding so how- it. Well, I was going to say, that's definitely going to be... That would be quite common, I think, from if somebody's telling a story that is about crime and they're looking at it from a perspective of, this is me now, I used to do this, and I mm. want to talk about the change. And a writer's probably instinct is to make it fun and exciting, like, no, let's turn it into fucking lock stock or something. Yeah, so I exactly. So that probably happens quite a lot with... Uh,
1: what, what about some of the... Um... <laughs> guys you used to sort of be with doing that have they kind of turned their back on you a bit or are they you're not naming them I assume obviously but like
2: yeah no I don't name anyone was Uh, there any
1: was there any hassles with that side of it there
2: was a couple of little bits of hassle um but I was able to just kind of have conversations with people about stuff and just change bits that they didn't like or yeah yeah and we went through it kind of with a fuck because you've also got to keep it away so no one can find out who it is or when it happened yeah or, yeah, yeah. Or there's yeah, a yeah. whole load of stuff that you have to do but um yeah there's 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 no names in it but everyone's happy with their bits in it yeah, of yeah, bits yeah. i wrote about it and just say it is what it is i've just kind of just tried to tell my life
0: story really um, and you're going to be sending them a nice signed copy for Christmas. <laughs> there you go, yeah, man. nice signed. Click on this link for, for the signed <laughs> yeah. copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Link's here. <laughs> um, cool. That was wicked, man. It was really interesting. Yeah, great. Good and, to talk to
1: you uh, yeah, Nice one, Tony. Um, Good, to yeah. you, man. Good to see you, too, sure, man. Good to see
0: you too, man. we'll be glad yeah. to have those tips. Um, yeah, great. I look right. forward
2: to coming and seeing you both when uh, all this lockdown stuff's over and you're doing a show
0: somewhere. Definitely, yeah, definitely, if, uh, man. If, if that ever happens, <laughs> the way yeah. things are end, up, hopefully December we will be back doing some gigs. I'm actually, I think back. I'm doing up the creek in December actually. Oh yeah, oh, really? wow. I think oh, I currently am. If it stays, if it actually opens, I think the. I've got my launch there on the 9th. Oh really? <laughs> oh, cool. I mean, I think I'm. There. Yeah. I'm sure I'm there in December. Yeah, yeah. I've got my book launch there on the ninth. Oh, quality. Yeah, yeah I'm, wow. here, I'm mad. I'm Wait, only eleventh, 11 twelfth.
2: Oh wow, that's mad! If I can get yeah. tickets, I'm gonna come then. Definitely, All right, cool good. man. Great stuff. All right, mate. Well, All right, then. Easy. You take good care, guys. Good luck with the book. All right, thanks very much. Cheers, take thanks care, Tony.
1: See you See later. See you later, bye, Julian. See you later, Yeah, you. Bye. i <laughs> <how> <know> right bro